Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Let's kick it. Atlanta soccer tonight, live on 92.9 The Game and the Odyssey app. I'm Jason Longshore. Welcome to our weekly show where we cover soccer in Atlanta, in the state of Georgia, in the southeast, United States, and worldwide. That's what we do here on AST. And we got a lot to talk about this week. Huge win for Atlanta United at home over Nashville on the weekend. Two games this week for the Five Stripes. The MLS playoff race is really starting to heat up. We'll get you ready for all of that, all kinds of news worldwide. Some really dumb things going on in the game, some really good things going on in the game. The 3-4-3 will get you up to speed on all of that. But we're going to start with Atlanta United's big 4-0 win over Nashville on Saturday night. The worst loss in Nashville SC club history. And... Look, this is a continuation of what Atlanta United did in Seattle. I think it was more thorough in terms of the quality of the performance. It was more complete. It was really, really impressive to see the same lineup start in Seattle and then start here and improve over that week of training time. You also get to include Sabo Lobjanitsa for the first time and He's going to be a fun one, I can tell you that. I like where things are. You have to continue to build. Because other teams in this league have improved as well. Atlanta United's not the only team that has improved over the summer transfer window. And, yeah, let's let's start with that transfer window. You know, I, We've talked about it with Tristan Muyamba. You saw him against Cruz Azul in the League's Cup. He started three games now for Atlanta United since joining the club. Sean De Silva has started two. Saba Lobjanitsa has appeared in one. Have not seen Jamal Tiari yet. He will be hopefully joining the club this week. It's a pretty good window. And I feel like we had this conversation on this show. Uh, maybe refresh me if we did not. Um, I know I've talked about it in quite a few different places. At the beginning of the window, yes, there were outgoing moves from Atlanta United. And there was a lot of reaction, a lot of volume in reaction, a lot of things being said. Have some of those things been deleted? I'm just wondering. I'm just wondering because I feel like the, the thing I tried to drive home at that time was you can't judge every single move by itself you have to take the window in totality. And moves happened. And I think they've been proven to be good moves so far. Look, it's 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 short time. It's it's there's time that things could go many different directions. You know, it's not a done deal as of yet. But Tristan Muyamba has looked the part. 
Sean De Silva is the one that I think could be the the biggest gain out of this because there was very little risk in bringing him in on loan, and he's been incredibly impressive. Saba Lobjaniza, I think, will absolutely live up to the hype of him coming in. I, I like his skill set. I think it fits into this group really well. You can't judge a team's transfer window success on isolated moves. I don't think they wanted to give up Andrew Gutman and Franco Ibarra in the way and at the time that they did, but these things were necessary to improve the overall club. And that's what this group has done. And Carlos Bocanegra deserves a lot of credit for getting these deals done and getting them over the line and getting these guys in here and and all the work in terms of scouting them and and getting deals finalized and all the support from Garth Lagerway. I I think it is – it has been a very productive window. Now, what is next for Atlanta United after this kind of a win? I think – they can get better. I think this is not the pinnacle of 2023 for this team. It might be the biggest result in terms of margin. That could definitely be the case by the time we get to the end of 2023 and we reflect. But in terms of quality, they can be better. They can definitely be better. I think you have to go back and look at the biggest glaring issue with this squad prior to the league's cup break it was defense it was bad goals being conceded it was mistakes being made on the defensive side getting miles robinson back getting Luis abram up to the level that he is playing at now getting caleb wiley and brooks lennon back at fullback it's not an entirely new back line these guys were all here at the beginning of the year but getting them together and playing in this manner with wingers in front who can cause teams problems. I think it's made the defensive side a lot better. And and that's been the biggest jump for me. Back-to-back clean sheets. Honestly, you go back to the Cruz Azul game, it's one mistake that they end up getting punished on, and that's where they concede the only goal in that game. Defensively, this team has been much improved. Tyler Pilgrim of Scarves and Stripes asked – Gonzalo Pineda after the match on Saturday night about that center back pairing, Miles Robinson and Luis Abram, and why things are so good defensively right now. Here's what Gonzalo Pineda had to say about his defense. Well, uh, I wouldn't just just put everything on those two. They they've been great. They've been very good. Uh, a couple tackles they did today. A couple covers. Their speed to actually recover against fast players. It was pretty awesome. But I always said the same as I am. Uh, saying about our attack starts with Brad and how we play from the back, the same thing on the other side. So everything starts with Jakub putting those efforts to press Thiago, uh, Shande, Edwin pressing, being aggressive in, in, in the way in the moments we have to press and not making easy for them to have uh, good passes for their attackers. I think today Mokhtar wasn't happy on the field. He wasn't feeling comfortable because most of the balls he touched, he was under pressure. It wasn't easy passes for him, and he was able to receive and turn many times. So I think he wasn't comfortable, and it was part of the game plan. But everything starts also with uh, higher on the field. Of course, the back four, the midfielders, Brad, were amazing. Brad did a couple very good saves, the defenders. But for me, it's a collective effort always in attack and, and in defense.
I agree, and it, it's something that I, I talked about on Dukes and Bell earlier today. You can't separate offense and defense as separate units in this game, and especially the way that Atlanta United's playing. The attackers have to defend. The defenders have to attack. You have to have everything in sync and being copacetic on the field. And I think Atlanta United's getting that right now. The work that they're doing on the ball is allowing them to be better defensively because when you're connecting passes, when you're able to string passes together, get players in positions where you want, then if the ball turns over, and, and look, it does, it will, it happens all the time, then you are in a position to either win the ball back quickly and even when that doesn't happen, you're at least in a position to be able to mitigate the damage, not allow the team to break out and get into transition. Ani Mukhtar didn't really have a whole lot to do in this match at Mercedes-Benz Stadium because those opportunities where Nashville has been so good in transition, they were very limited. Now, early on, I thought Nashville was actually pretty interesting. Nashville kept the ball a good bit. Maybe got out of their comfort zone a little bit. Took Atlanta out of their comfort zone a little bit. And Nashville's best opportunity of the match came really early in this one. And Brad Gazan stepped up with a critical save at that point. Here's what it sounded like on the broadcast. Mokhtar waiting for the whistle. Is the only man standing over the ball. One-man wall for Atlanta. There is the whistle. Mukhtar will swing this to the near post, head it on, and save the kick, Steve, by Guzan, and then out for... What's been really good in these two games is Brad Guzan hasn't had a whole lot to do in terms of making those saves. Sometimes that can be really difficult when you're not as involved and then you have to step up and make a big play. The good thing for Guzan is he's always in the rhythm of the game because he's very heavily used in possession, and in buildup. And it's something that Gonzalo Pinedo wants this team to continue to do. It gives you the free man. You're able to then build up play, use positional play to get the team forward. Gazan can, can step up and play a little bit higher and allow the back line to play a little bit higher. If Brooks Lennon goes forward and steps into the midfield, you can move things around a little bit to where Brad Gazan is there as part of your buildup um, even in where it looks a little bit like a, a disjointed back four. Brad Gazan's ability on the ball and then his veteran leadership and his experience to be able to step up in those moments when he needs to. And hopefully he won't have to step up a whole lot. But you know what happens. You know you have those. It's a set piece. It's an opportunity where things break down. To have an experienced goalkeeper who can make plays like he did early in this match that's going to be important the rest of the way. Now, today, Tiago Almada and Miles Robinson were named to the MLS team of the match day. Sean De Silva was named to the bench. Almada was later named the player of the match day. And, you know, when you have a goal and two assists and nearly a third, but it took a deflection, that's why he didn't get to tie the club record there. He broke the club record in key passes, nine chances created by Tiago Almada on Saturday night. Nine. Now, a few other things out of Saturday and starting to look ahead the rest of the week. Gonzalo Pineda picked up a yellow card in the first half. Still a little inexplicable for me. Felt like a, a very uh, 
quick hook there on the yellow card, and Pineda will miss Wednesday's match. He won't be able to be on the sideline. He can meet with the team in the morning. He can meet with the team at lunch. He can meet with the team before they head to the stadium, and you can rearrange all these different things to make it to where he can have all the input that you need to have, and then he just won't be on the bench. It will be Rob Valentino. It will be Diego De La Torre. It will be Liam Curran. It will be Eugenio Villazon. Uh, not sure who will be in charge. I'm assuming Rob Valentino with his experience as an interim manager. So Gonzalo Pineda will have plenty of input into everything that he needs to have input into in terms of Wednesday's match against Cincinnati. He just won't be sitting on the bench during the match. Now, speaking of Cincinnati, the orange and blue, they bounced back from their U.S. Open Cup elimination with a 3-0 just wrecking ball of New York City. Pigeons have some issues, but Cincinnati, full credit to them after playing 120 minutes last Wednesday, losing in penalties, blowing a two-goal lead in that to Miami. It was a big character-building response in this one against New York City. Aaron Bupenza started the scoring in the sixth minute of the match. Just looked like Cincinnati was going to continue to go from there. They got their 10th clean sheet of the season. They only allowed four shots on target. Second goal came from a pass from Luciano Acosta. Junior Moreno put it home. Third goal came from Acosta as well. Nick Hagland with the header. Acosta, two assists. He now sits in a tie for fourth in Major League Soccer with 10 assists in league play. Close to 10 goals as well. Acosta is in the MVP race, in my opinion. I think Tiago Almada is leading the MVP race after his performance on Saturday. But Luciano Acosta is in that conversation, and this is a massive game on Wednesday between the two number 10s. Roman Celentano, the goalkeeper for FC Cincinnati, his club record 10th clean sheet of the season, four saves, was really good in the 18 throughout the night. He's really locked down that job. Remember, Alec Can went to Cincinnati expecting to get the opportunity to be the starter, got displaced, I think, due to injury last year, and Celentano has not given up the spot. Now, after Wednesday, Wednesday's tough enough as it is, after Wednesday, the Five Stripes head to Texas. Saturday night, they'll face FC Dallas. Dallas is in St. Louis on Wednesday night. Now, if you're looking to choose an opponent for a team to play before you're going to play them on short rest, St. Louis would be on that list. This is a team that's going to press. It's a team that's intense. It's a team that's going to wear you out over 90 minutes. Dallas has to deal with that on Wednesday. Then they come back home to Frisco and face Atlanta United. So they have travel as well on Wednesday. Not too long of a trip, but still travel to deal with on Wednesday. Now, Dallas on Saturday night, they found a very late, late, late winner in the 97th minute to beat Austin in Frisco, Texas, 1-0. Big result for Atlanta on the weekend. Still work to do to continue to improve. They'll be rocking the 404 kit at home on Wednesday night. It brought some pretty good luck in its first appearance. Hopefully it can do the same against Cincinnati and uh, there will be no Skyline Chili served anywhere in Mercedes-Benz Stadium, thankfully. All right, coming up next on Atlanta Soccer tonight, we will get into the playoff picture in Major League Soccer, some of the big games around the league to watch for this week. Stay with us on AST. We'll be back in five minutes on 92.9 Game and the Odyssey app. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, 
There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 